Riley, this week I want to talk about something that is currently, unfortunately, close to my heart, uh, which is home remedies. Oh, is this because you're uh, currently very, very unwell? Oh, yeah, extraordinarily unwell. Uh, I think I have quite bad food poisoning. And so you've made such a mistake in, in, in your illness of choice because you don't sound sick. I know, right? <laughs> no, I have. Uh, I, I think I have very bad food poisoning. I was going to say I don't think um, the listeners want to hear the noises that are associated. No, with there is an audio around. component for sure, but I'm sure I don't <laughs> think it's they're, they're, they're too interesting. No, I think I have very bad food poisoning, um, but I had quite a bad fever as a result. So maybe I have weird COVID. You know, COVID can give you stomach troubles. Now we'll see. Tests are all you've, negative so far. You've had it twice. You just got a bit of a taste for it now, don't you? I mean, I just. I just kind of like it, you know. I want to. I want to mm. get that card punched five times to get a free case of mononucleosis at the end. You know, that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah it's just, you got to get. It. You don't want to leave value on the table. But um, Dennis told me it's like when you uh, go to Starbucks twice. You don't want to go to Costa once after. You might as well just keep going to Starbucks. You get in the Starbucks. Oh, all the all the different cards in your wallet. Is this the COVID one? Is this the you know? Come on, you can't there keep you go. track of it. Um, Dennis messaged me earlier, and he was like, "Can't record tonight or this morning. His time. Sorry, dude. Can we reschedule?" I'm like, "No, no, no, no dramas at all. That's fine." Then messaged me, obviously you don't have a full understanding of the time zones involved because he then messaged me at about quarter to 7 p.m. being like, hey, you up? I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's quarter to seven. <laughs> um, I don't. I, I mean, it's I, I, basically I was like, I have stabilized enough. We found a window. I could feel better tomorrow, but we should just do it now. Let's exactly, just do yeah. it now. With it, with a crisp temperature of 39.1 degrees. So pretty high. Goes, yeah. If that goes up any higher, um, I feel like your room is going to spontaneously combust and you need to go to the hospital. But uh, Well, I meantime, told you I was sick and then you were like, oh, that sucks. It was like, yeah, my fever's 39. You were like, wait, what? Excuse me. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I didn't know how, to in- how invested to get. Oh, I'm sick. I understand. Oh, you got a little cough. Oh, you got a little sore throat. Oh, my- oh 39 degrees. Okay, well, you're going to die if, you- if it gets yeah. much hotter. You'll boil your brain. So I want to talk about home remedies for two reasons, really. One is we talked about on the podcast before a little bit about how your mother is a little bit hippy-dippy at times. Yes, so I thought there would yes. be fertile ground for home yes, remedies. Well, you've, you've correctly, you have made a very good guess there. Yes, yep. And because my parents and my family are Eastern European, so there's fertile ground for weird home memory, home remedies ah, there. Ah, yes. They put a potato in a bottle of vodka and it becomes an ancient Croatian tradition, yes. That is exactly true. I think I haven't told you about that. No, what did you do? It was a pear. You put the pear in the vodka no, and oh, no, no. it was a... Well, yeah, I made that up. But genuinely, if you have a fever, mm. what my father would recommend you do is you take a potato, slice mm. it up, right? Slice okay. up into sort of thin discs, right? And then what? Put it in a bottle of vodka and feed soak that to your Soak it in vodka. And then, Dennis, if this involves giving this to a child, what are you talking about? Soak it in vodka and then wrap it in a towel and put that towel on your forehead. Why is the vodka important? Pulls the fever out of you or something. Cleanses you. It cleanses you by what? Making you too drunk off the fumes to realize that you're unwell? I don't know. We have, so there's a, I'm going to find the proper definition for this because I always get it wrong. So my parents would often have rakia in the house, um, which is a fruit spirit. Usually make it from like plum. It's kind of like a brandy, right? Okay, and not generally a fruit spirit it's like f- in this, a small poltergeist that disrupts your fruit. No, it's not right? an okay. apple ghost, yeah. Yeah, all right, okay. Um, <laughs> And it's usually about 40-45% when you buy it in the shop, but if you make it at home, usually it's substantially higher. It's like 60% quite often, um, which is kind of the upper limit of safe to consume for humans. Mm. Put, it, put it this way. If my parents have rakia, they don't keep it in the liquor cabinet. They keep it under the sink with the cleaning supplies. And this is, again, not a pl- this is not a place where anything that's kept should that, you should that shouldn't then go inside your body. Well, yeah, people drink shots of it. That's fine. But, um, yeah, rakia is the be all and end all of Eastern European medicine. 
It's the panacea. Scrape, yeah. scrape your knee, put some rakia yeah. on it. Okay. I mean, you know, <laughs> get a fever, just dash potatoes and some rakia, put them on your forehead. Vodka's fine too. All this but kind is of stuff. For, so, is it external use only? If you've got a tummy ache, do you drink rakia? I'm sure you could, yeah. Well, I would not be surprised about everything. that at all. Yeah, yeah it fixes everything. Well, yeah, you you said go. it's like panacea. What's panacea? A panacea? A panacea is like a um, uh, sort of like a, a mythical cure-all. Oh, it's not some weird Australian root that you use. No, it's Greek. It's great. It's a Greek thing, the panacea, right? Or, or maybe maybe is, Roman, Latin. I don't know. Panacea. It's a very large it's, spider it's floating directly in front of my face. I'm going to have to do are you that. sure of that, Dennis, or are you just hallucinating because you have a, a very very high fever? Is the spider talking Could to you? Does it have sunglasses on? Is it smoking a cigarette? Also, um, based on the fact you live in Australia, I'm sure you and I have very different different definitions of large spider. Yeah, that's. I bet that spider could have very very easily tap danced on a ten cent coin. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's. It's. It was a house spider. <laughs> I've never heard of panacea. Yeah. So a solution remedy for all difficulties. Yeah. That is our panacea. Yeah. 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 Uh, in Ireland, that is a rennie generally. A, what's a rennie? Do you guys have rennie? A rennie is an antacid tablet, like a chalk tablet. No, we don't eat chalk in Australia. We're actually quite a developed country. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Um, you know, like what do you, what do you like, a, like a Tums or like a Pepto Bismol. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Pepsi? I've had, I've heard of Pepsi. Antacid Tablet Australia. Come on, there has to be a name for these. Nexium. I, I did learn this. Like when I was overseas and I asked for a Panadol and they're like, we, I don't know what that is. That's um, Paracetamol, but that's the brand name yeah, of it in Australia. Brand I, just name, thought yeah. that's, I thought that was the name of the drug. What's it called over here? The anti-acid or whatever you said? Do you have Rennies in Australia? I've Googled it. Well, I don't know. I've never had. What is it? Antacid? Yeah. Like, what, what do you take for heartburn? Nothing. A deep breath. I don't know. What, the, what are you... Okay, well, th- now you're weird. This is definitely a thing people take. Anyway. <laughs> now I'm weird. Now I'm weird because I'm not I'm not drinking antacid. I didn't even know that's an- that ants made acid. Yeah, that you're telling me an ant. You're telling me, you're telling me a shrimp. <laughs> you're telling me an acid? ant made this acid? Get out of town. <laughs> Having said um, that, it is strange that bees make honey. Like, there's this old Eddie Izzard gag. Um, you know... <clears throat> We know that bees make honey. Do wasps make chutney? Like, are we checking up on these other animals? You know? <laughs> I like that. But no, this is calcium carbonate, which is just chalk, I'm pretty sure, and magnesium carbonate, which is a different kind of chalk. It's just a thing you take... No idea. ...when your tummy's fizzling up into your throat. Never heard about this. No. I mean, maybe maybe that was too mainstream for my hippy-dippy mum and her home remedies. But was this all you had? At, was so if you went to the nurse in my secondary school, right? Okay, here we go. So, like, so oh, my t- home, now we're into school remedies. Go on. It's like, you're like, oh, my tummy hurts. They'd be like, oh, here's a couple of rennies and I'll call your mom. If you went and you're like, oh, I have a fever. They're like, oh, yeah, cool. Here's a couple of rennies. I call your mom. Oh, I sprained my ankle playing football. Oh, that's oh, that's awful. You poor thing. Here's a couple of rennies. I'll call your mom. Rennies are not effective for any of those things that aren't heartburn. <laughs> but I think it's uh, like, it's because you don't need a prescription for it. And I guess and they were reluctant to give tablet. kids Panadol. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, they would just fire those down. And in terms well, of like, is, so is what it the sort of medicine that it doesn't matter how much you take, it's probably not going to. There is no suggested dose for a Rennie. Yes, you can yeah, eat a box. Whereas, like if you oh, like if a kid takes a, a painkiller, one painkiller too many, or something like that, there can be you know serious consequences or something. So, but you some, can eat fistfuls I mean, of Rennie. My sister, when some when my, my sister's an absolute wild child, right? And when she was um a kid, and if she got hurt in any way it didn't matter where on her body or what the nature of the injury was if mum put a bandage on her arm it would make her feel better purely psychological yeah yeah bump her head put a bandage on her arm yep well you've heard that thing where if a kid falls over don't panic right no you start laughing yeah exactly you you mock them for their idiocy (laughs) you go you idiot you don't have full control of your body your your gross motor skills are just laughable get up child (laughs) 
yeah. And then you but it's true though. Until and then until their teeth fall out, and then you know, exactly, if they fall yeah. over, and you go, "Oh my god!" They panic. They get scared yes. because you're scared. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it, uh, give us give us more home remedies because I, I, so I'm, in I, Ireland, what I, what I want you to do is I'm trying to give you enough ripe so I can absolutely just blow you out of the water when it comes to what my mum did when it came to. I can't wait for this. Uh, Irish home remedies generally. Uh, do, you, do you guys drink hot Seven Up? The, or flat okay. seven up okay like ah see i was about to say you're making this up but then i realized like the stuff that i'm gonna say to you and you're just gonna look at me like with even more incredulity so no so seven up is a it's a type of lemonade right like it's like sprite it's or, a lemon and lime drink it's exactly like sprite yeah yes yeah okay sure yeah yeah so you drink flat seven up if your stomach was upset and sometimes just you would sugar water yeah, yeah yeah just sugar water with okay. a lemon flavoring yeah all right I've always been told that that settles your stomach and nothing suggests to me why it would. No. If anything, I would have thought that like, I guess if it's flat, but it's just sugar water. What? Okay. Yeah, right. I don't know. Flat 7-Up is a big just, one. It's just the soft drink companies around the world being like, how can we move in on, on the, well. Medicine. Is there any way we can under, tap into these other markets somehow? Right. I'm very curious as to what your mother gave you if you scraped your knee or if you had a tummy ache. Ah, oh, so... Listen, I like I. I'm just again. I love my mum very dearly, right? And I have to say that in her in in like these days, she certainly is a lot more sensible than she used to be when it comes to just general health and well-being and her approach to you know medicine and that sort of stuff. But mum, unfortunately, for a while was into homeopathy. Oh um, no! So that's a pretty well-established kind of Whoa. You know, nonsense quackery. And there so was would you thing- get would you get would you get a a vial of water with the whisper of an onion in it? She, well, so see, it wasn't it wasn't quite as bad as that. But there was this thing that she used to use called Rescue Remedy, right? Okay. And I don't know what was in Rescue Remedy, but if you look it up, you can find it online. You can buy this. It, it, it was a, it's t- these tiny little bottles. I would say like 10, 20, 30 mil bottles, right, with little uh, like an eyedropper. Yeah. And you would have two drops of that on your tongue, right? If you were in shock or if you were injured or if you hurt or something bad happened or anything like that. It was a bit of a panacea, but like you wouldn't, you know, it's not like, oh, mom, I broke my leg. Well, a couple of drops of remedy, rescue remedy, that'll sort you out. This doesn't even claim to have any medicinal properties. Do you know what it says in the box? Go on. Comfort and reassure. It doesn't even claim to have. Oh, it's real, real hippy dippy. But the thing about rescue remedy is it tasted very nice. So it was always, oh, mom, I think I need some rescue remedy. She's like, all right, two drops of rescue remedy. And it tasted very good. So that was, um, well, Riley, you know, did you did you know did you know Rescue Remedy is alcoholic? Oh, geez, I've been on the booze since I was a kid. Is that why <laughs> yeah. it tasted so? Actually, you know what? It did like it had that kind of like warm, Tang, yeah, like yeah. It's flower Jeez. essence in a grape alcohol solution. I've I've been hitting the booze since I was a little kid. Then mm. yeah, there you go. Um, I love this fairness- on the, on on Holland and Barrett, which is how you know it's not real medicine, but like it's not a pharmacy website. Yeah, it says when should I take Rescue Remedy? Rescue remedy can be taken whenever you need it. That's not what. That's not, that's not an answer. <laughs> it's not really medicine at that point, is it? No, not really medicine. Um, but look, in fairness to mum, if we had a headache, we get Panadol. If we, you know, like like, yeah, you had gastro yeah. or something like that, we would have gastrolite. Well, like she, she, you know, it's not as if the conventional Western medicine was like banned in the household. But there were like, you know, powdered root extracts and there mm. were, you know, all sorts of, I don't think, I, you know, I don't think I'm helping, I don't think I ever helped the, the, the extinction of, I, I, you know, I wasn't eating, I wasn't having rhino horn in my, in my soup. Right, but, I, I um, shark but though, though, that's like ancient medicine. That's a little different than nonsense home remedies. Like if well, I got sunburned, my mom would want no. me to put yogurt on my skin. 
No, I, I don't think shark fin soup and like rhino horns. I don't think there's any medical basis for any of the stuff. Shark fin soup's illegal, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's it. Yes, and there's a reason for that. It's because it has no medicinal properties, but it says like you know there are there are anyway. Look, have you had shark fin soup? No, of course I. Had. That's what I'm saying. Mum wasn't like she didn't. She hadn't drunk the well, not the Kool Aid, but the the shark fin soup that led us to be having you know, really, really out there medical treatment. I'm saying that we still received adequate medical care from mum, who was a nurse, right? So she knew- Oh, that's true. Yeah, hang on a second. Yeah. But- Well, so what? She but, didn't give you a rescue remedy. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. But there were certain spheres where mum would be like, well, I'll try this instead. Um, at one point, I got an, an ear infection, right? Mm-hmm. Quite a bad one. It was very, I was very, very sore, right? And I didn't, I couldn't balance. Like I just completely lost my balance, right? Because obviously your inner ear controls your balance for some reason. The human body's just like balance. Oh, we're out of room in the brain. Just put it somewhere near that, I guess. Um, are there any it holes? It's weird that it's in, could... that's your inner ear. You've got a little coil of fluid that responds yeah. when you, uh, yeah, when you tilt. It's odd. Yeah. They just couldn't find any room for it. So they just uh, put it near, somewhere near the brain. Anyway. Um, so I had an ear infection and mum, uh, treated this by cutting up an onion and uh-oh, using uh-oh. a bandage to strap the onion to the side of my head. Whoa! Over my over the affected ear. So okay, now, I, I look some, so right there, when I Google this, I do get to help heal an earache. Place a couple of drops of onion juice in the affected ear, or half of an onion on top of the affected ear. There you go. Oh. Well, I take yeah, it all back. Mum was just following the light, the, cu- the cutting edge of science here. I'm going to send you an image here on Discord, Riley. Is this basically yeah. what your experience was as a child? Sending Let's you have a look. Now, hopefully it comes through. Uh, no, no. See, this child is holding... So Dennis sent me a picture of a small child holding half of an onion. They're actually probably holding a full onion to their head, actually. Oh, well, that's not going to work. Even weirder. No, that's not going to work at all. No, no. So what mum would do is slice it up sort of like discs, right? So she'd slice it... As much like, much like the finger potato. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you were putting onion in a burger, right? But then she used a bandage, like just a regular bandage that presumably she'd nicked from work um, and strapped it to the side of my head. And I, at the time, was like, well, that's my mum. My mum knows best. She knows what I'm doing. And then as time went on, I was like, well, that was a very strange thing to do. Um, but now, Dennis, I'm going to have to reevaluate that position. If you're now, saying now that, that it, it is appears to have some credence. It is a legit. What does it do? How what, what, how does onion juice help an ear infection? So, right. This is on GoHealthUC.com, which it does not seem. GoHealth or it does not seem like a peer reviewed journal. GoHealthUC? Yeah. Oh, GoHealthUC. For centuries, mums have sworn by the curative power of onions. Okay. Well, while there is no we- scientific. <laughs> yeah, that's all we need to hear. All right. I'm right back. I was right like back. looking at the exit on the freeway. I'm like, is this where I get off? No, no. Keep driving. No, stay on. Stay on. Stay in my life. So, yep. It does justify it later, but I, I misread the sentence early. It says, while there is no scientific evidence behind their effectiveness, onions do contain chemicals. There is a comma that says, like flavonoquistin that have anti-inflammatory properties. But I thought it said, while there is no evidence, onions do contain chemicals. There's stuff in there. You never yeah. know. Some of it could help. Some of it could help. I mean, yeah. I mean, most things do contain chemicals of one nature. Broadly, I, I do enjoy that when people are like, oh, I just don't like chemicals in my food. It's like, what do you enjoy eating then? Antimatter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But Dennis, the reason I bring up the onion thing, not only was it a very notable instance of... Like, again, I, I do really want to make clear that my mum did a very good job of looking after me. Like, when I, for example, sliced my leg open when Zach and Shira threw me off the side of a cliff when I was 12. Always right? full names every time. What did you grow up in a Stephen King story? What did he threw off a cliff? Uh, we were at Zach's place. Um, it was him and me and Billy... I was going to say Billy Madison, but that probably isn't his last name. <laughs> no, probably um, not. And there was a big park sort of, almost like a, 
I think it's Bundura Parklands. If you've ever been to northeastern Melbourne, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, and there are like, yeah, cliffs, like cliffs that were, I don't know. In my head, they were very big, but I was a kid, so they probably weren't that big. And we were taking in turns to jump slash throw each other off the sides of these cliffs. And I got pushed or jumped off or whatever. I don't know. The memory is a bit hazy, to be honest. And ripped my leg open on a mm. tree branch that was sticking out, like a, a thing just scooped. I still got the scar. Um, and, you know, when that happened, mum wasn't like, ah, well, a bit of rescue. Well, actually, you know, I probably did suck down a fair bit of rescue remedy that time. Probably did. To keep take the edge off. <laughs> but also went to the hospital and because the anesthetic didn't work, <laughs> had my first experience with laughing gas. Um, oh, and then what? Was, wow. I remember this so distinctly. Well, the anesthetic just wouldn't work. I don't know what it was, but I don't know if it was blood loss or what it was, but like the anesthetic well, just wouldn't work. Well, you probably had too work. much. You built too high a tolerance after years of rescue remedy, I'd say. That's it, right? So... Um, the doctor's like, we have to like, we have to stitch it up. Half his leg's missing. Um, and so they got laughing gas out and I took it and I remember going really silly and I started reciting lines from my school play, which was a oh, retelling wow. of the Odyssey. And I can still oh, remember wow. the words. Arise, Odysseus. Is it something that, that wraps thee around? Behold the wonder of thy folk. They, they, thy feet once more on solid ground. And I started reciting this and the nurse, I remember the nurse like giggling because I obviously looked like such an idiot. Anyway. My point is that mum did take very good care of us. And when we needed actual serious medical attention, we went to the hospital. She wasn't all about cut up onions and rescue remedy. But the reason I bring up the onion is because we went to Luna Park, which is a theme park, right? Like so roller coaster mm -hmm. sort of stuff. And Dennis, you must be this high to ride. And did you just tilt your head to the side, get a, little, get a little couple inches off the onion? The bandage was so bulky over the top of my head that when I put my beanie on on the top of that in the Melbourne winter, I cleared the you must be this tall to ride. And I probably wouldn't have... Had I not had wow. the bandage, a half of a goddamn onion combo. on your head, and the onion, obviously, exactly. I mean, the onion wasn't on the top of my head. It wasn't like a, you know how um, young Sing, uh, sorry, Sikh boys have the, the 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 sort of the turban that doesn't quite have the mm -hmm. full wrap around it. They've just got the little sort of knob of hair on the top. That wasn't the position of the onion. It was over my ear, but still, I was able to get on the on the on the ride at Luna Park, and I wouldn't have been able. To. So look, honestly, all upside, mums. I was getting on the I was getting on the sauce nice and early, you know. Onion in my and ear. All I'm learning here is if you um, there's a cocktail to be made of rakia and rescue remedy. I think that it would that it cure whatever ailed you. Yeah, no matter what it is, it'll uh, it'll take care of you. Riley, I want to talk to you about something tangentially related. Oh, so you're going to have another topic now? Are you going to you know you're going to double dip? You have a second topic? Okay, go. I'm going. I'm going back in. So what happens is sometimes you feel a little sick, right? Mm -hmm. And it, like what, there's what, there's all the physical symptoms that go along with that, like my stomach hurts right now. I had a fever yesterday and stuff. But aside from all of that, you just kind of feel gross. You know, you feel True. not yourself. And yeah. I, don't, I don't necessarily mean like even after you shower, you just feel ugh, not all there. And a little bit of personal grooming care can go a long way in that kind of situation, really. Yeah, are, you saying, are you saying the greatest home remedy of all is the available at manscaped.com? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> Coupon code H-A-L-T-T. -T. I think if you took some crop preserver and please don't do this. Never mind. We'll get in trouble if I suggest you put it external use only, please. Never mind. This is, this is this is Dennis. This is very much what what Manscaped is all about. This was a big part of the talking points that they gave us that we have then gone on and just ignored. Um, yes. The fact that self care and grooming. It's not just about having a, a, a perfectly smooth nutsack. It's about taking care of yourself and looking. It's a holistic approach, exactly. And being the, the you know the best version of yourself. And I know what you mean. Like you feel gross sometimes. Even you come out of the shower, you're feeling sick, and you just need to you need to spruce yourself up a little bit. And Dennis, sometimes there's nothing better than that, better for that than the use of 
extremely high quality personal grooming equipment, such as what is made by Manscaped and available now at manscaped.com. Coupon code H-A-L-T-T. If you've gone to manscaped.com and, you, and you've been like, wow, these products, they do look fantastic, but that price tag, get out of here. That, that price tag's that like is, 20% too high for I, me. I, I, would, I would not pay a penny less than 20% less than what that... Uh, and, and shipping? I'm not paying for shipping in 2022. No way. Absolutely not. I'm, I'm paying mugs for shipping. Game. A mugs game paying for shipping. Well, I've got good news for you because with the coupon code H-A-L-T-T, you can get 20% off and free shipping from anything at the manscaped.com shop. And you'll be helping the podcast out in a huge way because you'll be basically telling them, Manscaped, that these ads work. And we put a lot of mm. effort into these ads, Dennis. We put a lot of effort I gave into myself, them. I gave myself a massive fee for just us to talk about it before the Manscaped ad this week. That's it. Got just out really test. I mean, they said, right, we don't want you to talk about the product unless you've got it. We want you to give a real... Ex- like, Dennis got sick so he would know what it was like to shave his nuts after he, you know, contracted an enormous fever. And Dennis, how was I that did, experience for you? Uh, enlightening. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Truly freshening. <laughs> I did have the worst experience yesterday where you get out of the shower and you're like, oh, I feel better. And because I have a stuff food poisoning, I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. It's going to undo all the better I feel. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Awful. You know, it's not awful, though. Manscaped.com. Coupon I bet that's AJLT2. what they were really hoping for with this ad is just a, a, a you know, a, a veiled look at your bodily functions while you're in the midst of a fever. So thank you very much, Manscaped.com, for sponsoring this show for the last month. It really has been a pleasure to have you on board. And without sounding too desperate, please, please take us back because it's been great to talk Mm. about your products. And hopefully you've seen the bump in sales that you were hoping off of this show. And if you haven't, well, it's not our fault. It's the listeners for not bloody getting out there and using coupon code H-A-L-T-T. Get there. Um, um, Honestly, like we can dress this up for gags and laughs all you want. Um, my quality of life has improved since I've started yeah. using these products. Um, uh, I I don't know if you're really supposed to. The, the, I don't know if the, the the lawnmower's primary use should be your face, but I now just don't shave my face with anything else. And <laughs> I heard what Dennis said before about having one for each end. So maybe I'll take advantage of my own coupon code to, to do that. But I have to say, like, without a shred of irony, these, these products have made my life more enjoyable. Um They've made just like personal grooming easier and less of a chore. Um, so I don't know, Dennis, do you want more of a treat? Dennis, do you have, what, what, what's your experience with it? Uh, genuinely, like we talked a little bit about how practicing self-care and how these are holistic products are true. And and it does set you up well for the day when you take a little bit of time mm-hmm. to, to, you know, take care of yourself and pay attention to how you feel and how you look. And um, Manscaped is just a, a cool, very high quality way to do that while supporting a podcast that you love, or at least have tolerated for about a half hour now. Yeah, exactly right. So, coupon code H A L T T. Get yourself the performance package. Got the the lawnmower, the the weed whacker, or anything else. Doesn't have to be performance package. I think I think the the ablutions are really good. Sure, I'm just very I'm very heartily recommending that because I think it's a very very good um very very good value for what you get. It is. I think they're true. checking in like they're checking in all sorts of extras. We got undies with ours as well, and like ball yeah. and stuff. So, very very strongly recommend it. It's been great to partner with Manscaped.com for the last couple of weeks. Um, long way the partnership continue. Hopefully, we'll see how we go. But um, it's been great. It really has. So thanks very much for, for supporting the show, Manscaped. And uh, thank you to all the all the listeners who are out there using the coupon code. But Dennis, mm-hmm. we've talked about something that people should do on the internet, which is go to Manscaped.com and use the coupon code yep. for twenty percent. Now I want to talk to us talk to talk to you about things that we used to do on the internet and are probably very glad we don't do anymore. I don't know what it is. I used to do this a lot when I streamed. I don't know if it's a catharsis or just a need to get this off my chest, but for some reason I just I enjoy talking about the very embarrassing things that I did 
when I was a teenager. There is some sort of like comforting nostalgic cringe to it, right? But that's the thing. All I do is make myself cringe. But for some reason, I, I willfully seek out opportunities to do this. And I was like, I remembered a story. I remembered something that happened. So I was like, I've got to tell Dennis about this on the podcast this week, right? But okay. I don't know why. All I'm doing is like lowering my, myself in the view of our listeners. Certainly, they're not looking at this and be like, well, <laughs> that Riley, he's a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk to you about embarrassing things that we did when... Because, well, you and I got, you know, what age were you when you first got access, unbridled access to the internet? Like 12, I would say, 12, 13. Yes, I was probably a little bit younger, but yeah, very similar. Right. And it it was a wild west, man. Like, this was what? It really was. This was 2001, man. Like, Netscape Navigator was an option if you wanted to if you, you were to asking Jeeves for help cyberspace exactly right like AltaVista AltaVista was not used as an ironic alternative to Google it was just a, a, a like you'd go to yahoo.com to search for something you wouldn't go to Google what, what's Google that's a very stupid name for a search engine they should change that that's <laughs> supposed to Yahoo yeah oh, much better right anyway um, I've told you my first email address right I don't know that you have. The first ever email address that I, you know, I mean. I think you did because I think I told you the girl in my ear had sexy tomato, but what was yours? Mine was the letter R. So we're off to a good Mm -hmm. start. That's the first letter of my name, R, right? So far on track, yeah. Yeah, underscore. I I don't, I've I've gone off underscores in later life, but I I, I used them earlier on in my career on the internet. R underscore. And you might think, well, what's coming next? Very professional at the age of 12. What is it? Night? No. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. And just because people would probably have a very hard time figuring out that I was a 12-year-old on the internet, I thought I'd give them some help by making the uh-huh. last bit of the internet, uh, the last bit of the email address, 89. <laughs> cool 89 R underscore cool 89 at hotmail.com. And I stuck with that email address for longer than I should have. Really, I had El Culo Magnifico for a very long time. <laughs> So not only not only very, not only wildly embarrassing, but also wildly impractical. And how are you spelling yep. that? Sorry, E L C O O L O Magnifico. So El Culo, is- not El Coolio. No, well, El Cool Magnifico is a Coolio album, but it's totally unrelated. Oh wow! Was this before or after you had the email address? I don't know. I only you could, it was hey, only you in could Google. Have him, you got to talk, talk to a lawyer. You got to have him over a barrel for this one. Yeah, you got I have no idea. But I think, oh man, just thinking about some of the stuff that I did. So like I used to get very involved in like, if I played online games, a bunch of online games I used to play and I'd go to the forums and I'd be very mm-hmm, active mm-hmm. on these forums. And Which forums would you go to? Um, in, in terms of what, like the actual, like the individual message boards on the forums or like for, it was just for whatever online game I was playing at the time. Because Riley, I was all about Newgrounds, dude. Oh sure, no, no, like individual, like like Neopets, right? Like the Neopets forums, right. or like um, Carnage Club Blender was a game that I played for a while. Very fond memories of Carnage Blender. That was good fun. Carnage but they all had to be text based. I had dial up internet, and I like I couldn't. Newgrounds just wasn't really an option for me because it mm. took about half an hour to load a flash game, right? So it was all text based games. But I remember, like, oh, man, I I don't remember all the details, but I remember on one of the forums, and I'm not going to say which game it was for because I'm pretty sure, I mean, nothing, the internet doesn't forget anything. And I'm no. pretty sure that this these posts will probably be there for someone to dig up. I constructed an entire second identity to talk to my other account Uh-oh. on this forum. And I still don't really know why I did it. Like, 
I, 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 so I had my account and I'd post stuff and whatever else. And then I would use my other account to react to it or comment to it or say stuff. And it's just like, even why am I talking? Like, why do I, what? I could have talked about anything. This podcast can be literally about anything I want. And I'm talking about how I made, and like the guy had a name and a backstory. So would you like, be having a dialogue between the two of you? Yes. I would log in and out <sighs> of like this and to talk to each other. They had the same birthday. The other one, his name was Chris. He was a bit older. He was 14 and he was very cool. He skateboarded and he had like a cool scar and stuff. <laughs> no, don't what? laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. I regret. I regret. And okay, I'm going to make it worse because, you know, on all, on these forums, right? Like you could have a uh-huh. signature, like a little thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so the first signature I made was, so I... um. I named my cat my uh, my forum account after one of the characters in the game that I was playing, and I just decided, well, I'll put a picture of that character as my signature. That'll be cool. The picture mm-hmm. was like, you know, eight hundred pixels long. Yep. So I put that in, and then was very angry when a mod edited it, my signature because I didn't realize you were able to do that. Removing it, I was like, why? Well, I like that picture. Put it back in. And he's like, no, it's too big because every time I posted, there would. <laughs> People have to scroll past the picture. <laughs> but what I did later, Dennis, and this is so much worse, is later on I had, because lots of people had quotes in their signature. Of course. Right. Now, would you like to guess who I, as I think I was maybe 13 at this stage, would you like to guess I had a quote from someone in my signature? Would you like to guess who I had quoted in my signature? My bets are a band or like Richard Dawkins. <laughs> No, no. My Dawkins phase came along a little later, and I was insufferable, but certainly in a different way um, during my during when I really like started fight waking club, up. Like, maybe you're way off, dude. You're way way no, off. Who was it? You're, when I tell you the answer, you're going to go. Of course, it was me. Was it? What? Yep. I had a Bro, signature you- with a quote. <laughs> And then I was in the quest. It was in the quotation marks and everything, right? It wasn't just like a little saying that I'd put in there that I like. I put quotation marks around it, and then at the end I had a little dash, and then I had the word "me" next to it. You must have been insufferable at the time. Oh my like, god! I, like at the time, I just wasn't aware of it, right? But like thinking back, if I had to interact with someone like that on the internet now, I'd just be like, "Oh my god!" Like, can't well, all BBS forums just, like, do like. I was on Newgrounds and I had a signature. I had a quote, all that stuff. Thousands, thousands, thousands of posts. Yeah. I wrote a story once on the forum, right? Yeah, just like yeah. some, some, some yeah, fiction, so you, you right? Were, like you were deep in there just like me, right? But I wrote, a, I wrote a story over a couple of forum posts that people seemed to quite like. And then one guy on Newgrounds was like, hey, I think this is really cool. Do you want me to animate it for you? And I was like, sure. And he made like a 15-minute animation of like the first chapter of the story. And it exists and it's still out there. And I was like, sick. Um... So, like, I was very much in there, too. I remember, uh, do you have Bebo in Australia? Was that a big part of your... No. Or was it more of a UK like, thing? Like, MSN Messenger was what we used, mainly. Oh, we had, we had, Bebo was like Facebook. Oh, no, no, never used that, no. So, Bebo was like Facebook, but you, it was much more like MySpace, actually, that you could customize your own page quite a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and Bebo went away when I was, I don't know, 14 or so, mm. really. Um, but I would, you could make custom skins and it would involve like using Photoshop and like getting like image, like there was a certain number of images you had to make that had to be a certain size and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And then you had so to like I would put make, it all in HTML and all that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I remember, I remember that for so my I, 
So I'm at, I made myself a skin. I'm fairly certain it was a Metal Gear Solid skin. Yep, good on brand. Uh, but then I would like the girls in my school that I knew. I'd be like, oh, I know how to make a skin. Like, oh my god, could you make me one? I'm like, this is going to be what gets me to date this girl. Is that yes. I make her yeah, a slick Bebo skin? Yeah, yeah, slick Bebo skin. You're going to be straight in there. You're going to be you're going to be taking her to the movies and like doing that weird thing where you go oh and yawn and pretend. And then she like shifts away. Like, okay, no, I'm not going to do that. All right, never mind. I'm not going to. And they had exactly around. the same thing as MySpace, where you had all your top, you had all your friends list, right? And you had your top 16 friends and See, I those posts. I, I want to jump in here really quickly and tell you something that I'm actually quite proud of from my okay. time with MySpace in its early days. So I got on MySpace probably when I was around 16, maybe 17. And, uh, no, it must have been 16. And I was very, very proud of my approach to the top, to top friends because I thought it was, ab- and I still do, I, think, I thought it was absolute bullshit. I thought like the politics mm-hmm. of oh, yeah. top friends at school, I hated it. Right, and so initially I was like, oh, you know, I put my mates in school and that sort of thing. And I was like, actually, you know what? I hate this because people are doing this. Oh, this person didn't put me in theirs, but I'm in. Like, I just hated it. So I figured out how to replace all the top friends. And Dennis, I replaced all the top friends like using um, using HTML. I replaced all my top friends with one person. And would you like to guess who this this person is? And I'll give you a clue. The it is the same answer as a previous oh, question. Oh no. I did, and I, and I thought, you know what? No, stuff it. Like, it's actually really, it's a really terrible, awful, like, I agree. toxic, wedge-driving thing to do between friends. And I was like, no, I just put four of my own face on it. And I was like, I'm I'm, I'm my, all of my top friends, it's me. Let's go. You used to have, we used to have an other half option, which would appear right at the top of your profile, right? Yeah. So it was a place for you to put your best friend, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was like a zero, it was like an S plus tier of the top friends, right? Yeah, yeah. It was the meta night of, uh, of friends. Yeah. Exactly. But um, so I think I had Darren in there for a long time. Yeah. But then Darren Riley, like, yeah. yeah. If one of you gets a girlfriend, oh, what are you they're going to want that top spot. Yeah, of course they are. Absolutely. They are. Of course they are. Naturally. It's their territory. And then if you break up with that girlfriend, you're scrambling. Maybe Darren's going to offend another, to- another, to- another half in that time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Awful. Well, the only solution Thankfully, is HTML to put yourself in every single one of them. And then that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your fictional friend Chris didn't make an appearance no no oh he he was killed off he, he was killed off early in the uh in the show I have to say he, he got in a bus that was it was I was very glad to be be rid of him anyway so what happened with the Bebo skins did you did you manage to uh did you take I any, know, no of course no I did any not, Danes no, I did down not. to the diner and buy him a buy him a malt shake after that no no I did not get to go study with any girls because I made Bebo skins as much despite my best efforts I did. There was a time when on, on a Metal Gear Solid fan form, I, I wrote some Metal Gear Solid fan fiction one time. Was it good? Was it well received? I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was pretty well received. I'm sure it was fine. So uh, to the listener at home, I'll, I'm going to reveal something now. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about how Dennis and I might start sharing the topic ahead of time, just so we've got something prepared, right? Yeah. And so I messaged Dennis earlier on today, checking when he was okay to record that sort of stuff. I'm like, hey, man, here's my topic. I'm going to talk about some embarrassing stuff I did when I was like a kid on the internet. And he's like, yeah, yeah sure, no worries. I'll, I'll think of some stuff. And now he's just coming and telling us how cool he was with his Bebo skins and his his, his animated short stories. And his, no, his None of those things metal- are cool. What are you talking about? Dennis, I quoted Dude, myself so- in my own forum signature, well, and that's what I'm bringing to the table. And you're talking about how you, you were had some coming here solid with- fan fiction that was well received. Yeah, but you're coming out here with, I wasn't ready for this. I didn't think you'd be like so narcissistic and come nuclear armed here. I was my own best friend. Like, <laughs> I, ah, I was not ready fight. for this. <laughs> I stand by that. I, was, I don't think that was embarrassing. I think that was next level, man. I, th- I, I stand by the putting myself. The top, top friends, place. you were kind of making a statement. And I suppose with the, with the forum quote, you're also making a statement. That statement just was, I'm a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. I was, what was the quote? What was it? 
Oh no, I remember. No, don't don't make me say it. No, no. Please. Oh, he remembered. No, this no. Is how we you, okay, you have to say something. You have to say something legitimately embarrassing about what you did on the internet when you were young. Otherwise, I'm not trading you the actual quote here because oh, that's fair enough. I can no, it was so it. bad. I still remember. Oh, I wrote some poetry. Here we go. That's good. All right. Okay. Tell me about this. I wrote some poetry, including some poetry about girls I liked. Okay. Well, this has the potential to either sort of be, you know. Um, Child prodigy, ahead of his time. I was pretty talented at poetry when I was a kid, but that's not the point. The point is, I wrote this when I was, I don't know, 13, right? Mm. Let's say. And then my friends discovered it when I was like 17. Oh, no. And they would start quoting it. They'd start, oh, they'd print it out and read no. it to me. And I, and I had to go, I, I went back and wiped it all. <laughs> I was like, this has to be spurred from the annals of history. But that's the worst time possible. Because in four years' time, right, if they find it four years later, you can be like, ah, you can laugh with them. But at 17? Yeah. Oh, it's crucial, dude. It was really bad. You're, you're most One time, one time, oh, this isn't internet related, but one time in secondary school, no, in primary school, so I must have been 11 or something, mm. we had to write a story about our greatest hero. Okay. And mine was my mum. That's cute. I like that. And I brought it, and it was in my pocket after school, and it fell out when I was at my mate's house playing PlayStation, and the boys found it. But hang on, didn't you read? Oh, no, because they all went to different schools, didn't they? So you didn't read yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. you didn't read no. it. Oh, no. That was pretty brutal. That was pretty unfortunate. So that was Darren and Andy and... Yeah, James and stuff. And yeah, James. that was pretty rough. Oh. So, so, so very, very lame poetry. Well, you, know, you know how poetry is in your kid. It's like being a member of the early Beatles. You, once you remember... Once you realize that glad rhymes with sad, you're off to the races, baby. Let's yeah, go. Once knees can, and please. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now you're cooking. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was truly, truly awful stuff. One time a guy did pay me on like Fiverr to write a Valentine's Day poem for his girlfriend, though, and, cl- and pr- claim it was his own. You were hustling hard, man. Oh, yeah. You were hustling hard. You had that, what was it, the, the Guild Wars 2 guide? You had Guild a Wars review guide, going. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you had a whole lot of stuff going. I was just what did the, annoying what did the people... Annoying people on the Carnage Blender forums. That wasn't where I had quoted myself. I will. I will take the name of this game to my grave. I'm not because te- it, uh, it'll it'll be there. It'll be there, and you I'm think? not going to give you a direct quote of what I wrote. I'm going to tell you it, but I'm going to sure. paraphrase it because otherwise, I I can remember the exact wording. Okay, you have to. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to tell people because then they'll put it in in quotation marks in Google, and I bet it'll come up. So, oh man. This was, I probably, I think I was 13 or 14 and I must be 13. And I just discovered like basic philosophy books at the library, at the, at the public library. And I, I don't know, I found like a Miles Davis CD and I was listening to that and I was reading poetry, I was reading philosophy and I was, I just, I was just getting ready to turn into just like a fully fledged, insufferable, awful nerd, which I was for a while and now I'm just a slightly less insufferable nerd. Mm-hmm. But reading about like the way that philosophers have contended with good and evil and truth and beauty and all the rest of it, right? And I was like, mm, yeah. So I took a bunch of their ideas basically and not. I guess I tried to just pass them off as my own or something. I don't really know what I was doing, man. But like basically I was – there's a level of edge to it. And I was – the, the quote was something along the lines of um, there is no good nor is there evil. There is only one's perspective. Oh, and, God. Like, it was just like, I, th- you know, like classic Reddit, I'm 14 and this is deep type stuff, right? And I just yeah, thought yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. 
and then I remember I so just I could just end. Oh, we are actually out of time, Dennis. We are all. We no, are, no, 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 no. I, I, I can, I can, I can sense a morsel beyond I, the pale here. What's going I, on? I, I know you're not feeling well, man. So are you okay? Like we can, we can wrap it up. No, I'll be good. Now. Let's do, let's just do another minute or so, and we'll, <laughs> we'll wrap well, it just then. with the with the philosophy thing, right? I think I did try to pass it off as my own because I remember reading Zeno's paradoxes, right? So you know, uh-huh. one of the one of Zeno's paradoxes is like. Um, if you fire an arrow, it will never reach its destination because first it has to travel half the way, but to travel half the way, it has to travel a quarter of the yeah. way and it has to travel an eighth of the way and a sixteenth of the way, thirty sixth of the way, all the way down. And you can keep on infinitely dividing how far, like how many fractions that the arrow has to pass. And that's how limits divide, work in mathematics. Right. I don't fully understand it. Didn't then, don't now. But I then posted on the forum about how I had thought up this paradox, right? And all these people are like, yeah, this is Zeno's paradox. It's been around for literally millennia. And I was like, well, I've never heard of Zeno. I don't know who that is. I just thought of it myself. I don't know who you, I don't know what you're talking wow. about. Oh, if you drop a rock off of a cliff, yeah. the rock will never hit the bottom because first it has to go half the way. Yeah. And, oh no, that's, and that's what I, and I was like, yeah, it's just, I just had this thought. Anyway, just to know, want to know what you guys thought, just had this, uh, had this little idea and people were like, yeah, this has been around for a long time. And I was like, no, no, that's mine. It's mine. It's a right, it's, it's a right and right original. And then you know, I got into my alt and I was like, you know, Chris, oh, wow, Ryder, you're so smart. That's an incredible observation. Well done, dude. But you didn't go by Chris and Ryder in this form. You thought you were named after these video game characters. No, no, but he had a backstory. Like oh, he had this whole backstory that I sorted out. His name was Chris, and like you know, he 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 he, I, he lives on in our memories, Dennis, and and the few short. I didn't I didn't actually keep him around for that long because it was a pain in the ass to keep logging in and out. I am desperate to find this form. I know, I know you are, and that's why. I, like I'm usually, you know, Zach Goy and Shearer throw him right under the bus, just like he threw me off a cliff at Mundura Parklands when I was twelve. <laughs> but I'm not. I know that you will hunt to the end of your days right there is one like dennis there is one picture of me in existence wearing a fedora one picture right and you know when you used to stream people oh they yeah. craved the picture right they everyone wants to see the picture of me in a fedora but there's no way like it's just not it's never no i'm never showing anyone this picture ever because once it's out there that's it it's it's out there forever so no i'm not telling you the name of this game that i used to play i'm not gonna you're not gonna drag it out of me and you will never find these forum posts that I hope. Oh, look, I, I just, I hope the, with all the re- possible respect for the game developers and whoever else was involved in it, I hope the game failed horribly, ran out of money for server costs, and everything crashed and burned and well, what's died. What's it called? Out Let's in, look it up. I'll, I, I, you know what, Dennis, I will in the privacy of my own home. And I'm not telling you the name Stop. of it. I'm not. T- I don't. I like you, my very dear friend Dennis, and I'm very, very fond of you. But I absolutely like. I probably would trust you with my life. But I definitely don't trust you with my forum. Text with my forum handles. Online games released 2002. How many possible See if you can find it. I'll find it. Oh, I'll find it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Trainiac. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it. Or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show, you head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show, get the show a little bit early, as well as some other exclusive perks, and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here.